Welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. Here we will deepen your understanding of human and spiritual integration so you can live the life of peace and fulfillment God has for you. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez. I hold a degree in theology and am a licensed professional clinical counselor and certified trauma therapist. Join me weekly for practical applications of the spiritual life. No part of this audio is to be used as mental health treatment or clinical advice. Please see a licensed mental health professional for personal consultation. Hi, and welcome to Wholeness and Holiness Podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Vasquez, and we're continuing with reading from the book Fearless, Abundant Life Through Infinite Love. Um, that's my book that's available on Amazon, along with the book More Than Words, The Freedom to Thrive After Trauma. And if you're interested in individual one-week intensive outpatient trauma programs or healing programs, um, check out my website, Sacred Heart Healing Ministries. Dot com and then also human and spiritual integration workshops um, for your parish diocese uh, seminary whatever your group is or also online one that's scheduled for April we're on the chapter God provides boundaries here then I have today set before you life and prosperity death and doom If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I enjoin on you today, loving him and walking in his ways and keeping his commandments, statutes, and decrees, you will live and grow numerous, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to occupy. If, however, you turn away your hearts and will not listen, but are led astray and adore and serve other gods, I tell you now that you will certainly perish. You will not live a long life on the land which you are crossing the Jordan to enter and occupy. Deuteronomy 30, 15 to 18. The reason we started with the concept of connection to God was so we could have a clear understanding of the fact he is with us, knows us intimately, values us for who we are, and sent his son to save us by emptying himself on the cross. He is continually emptying himself in the Eucharist and pouring his graces and mercy upon us, which draw us into the life of the Trinity. He makes his home in us through baptism and animates us by his spirit. We cannot let go of this foundation as we consider the section on boundaries. If we do, we risk having a very distorted image of God. As the author of life and our creator, He knows what limits are good for us, foster our health, and lead us to deepest intimacy with him, our fulfillment, and our Prince of Peace. The same way he sets limits for the ocean, knowing what is good and necessary to foster life, so does he do for us. There is something very different, though, about his boundaries for us. He has given us free will, which means we can choose to embrace him and be embraced by him. We can run to our good father's loving and protective arms, or we can refuse them and their protection for us. Our free will allows us to choose whether to abide by his law. We may choose to see his law as a set of rules that he requires us to follow, but the danger in this is it can be very quickly lead to bitterness, judgment, and resentment. 
This was the mindset of the older brother in the story of the prodigal son, who could not tolerate the father's mercy. The father's goodness caused him outrage, which revealed his own lack of connection to his father. He was obeying the rules as boxes to check off, in a way of keeping his nose clean. This clearly did not lead to a depth of intimate relationship and certainly prevented him from being a conduit of grace to his brother. It's difficult to imagine the older brother had much satisfaction in life beyond his self-righteousness. There are times I have to refuse to give my dog things because I know they would not be good for her. Her limitations of language and understanding prevent me from being able to explain to her why I can't let her go off-leash near traffic or why I can't let her eat food that would be unhealthy for her. Sometimes it hurts to say no to her, and I have to remind myself it is for her own good. Indulging her desires, knowing they would be dangerous or deadly for her, would actually be an act of selfishness, not of love for her. How much greater the chasm between God's understanding and ours. How much more does the Father know about what is good for us? His law is consistent because his wisdom is perfect and his loving protection is unwavering. Of course, we can choose to seek God's boundaries as requirements because they do require our free response. The much fuller truth is that his law is first and foremost a providential and protective gift. We can respond with grudge or gratitude. Blessed Julian of Norwich, a 14th century mystic, was gifted with revelations from our Lord himself. From what was shown to her, she wrote Revelations of Divine Love, in which she shares a profoundly compassionate and merciful thought. God sees sin as pain in us. He knows partaking of forbidden fruit makes us sick, and it excites compassion from his heart. When we wander off, he seeks out and waits to embrace us when we turn back to him. He is already prepared for our return home to him by the mercy he offers us, and which he longs for us to experience. He bathes our wounds, even those of our own making. He's just that good. Some questions for reflection or discussion. Do you experience the sacrament of reconciliation as a time of fear and shame, or as a time of intimate reunion with God? Why do you think you experience the sacrament of confession the way you do? What strikes you as the greatest difference in seeing God's boundaries as for us versus something that he wants from us? Does considering that God's limits are an expression of his love change how you see his law and or how you see him? Prayer. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How inscrutable are his judgments and how unsearchable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has been his counselor or who has given him anything that he may be repaid? For from him and through him and for him all things are. To him be glory forever. Amen. All good and loving Father, your protective arms reach out to embrace us and keep us safely on the path to eternal joy with you. 
Thank you for your infinite mercy, for the times we've chosen our understanding over your boundless wisdom and goodness. Please give us the grace to follow Jesus the way the way to you. In his holy name we pray. Amen. For an action step. If there are any aspects of morality with which you struggle, ask the Lord to show you how his law is an expression of his loving protection for you. Do you most often experience God's law as gift or as demand? Consider if this might be based on your past experiences of limits from parents or early caregivers. And then ask the Lord what he wants you to know. Remember that God loves you. That he is good. That he is always for you. May the Lord give you peace. Thank you for joining me for today's show. Please subscribe and share and check us out on wholenessandholiness.com. Follow and like us on social media. And to learn more about Sacred Heart Healing Ministries, please go to sacredhearthealingministries.com.